This is the Creative Funding Show, a podcast for authors, YouTubers, and podcasters who want to fund the work they love. Welcome back to the Creative Funding Show, episode 19. I am Thomas Tumstadt Jr., your fellow companion on the ride of making more money, making the work you love, whether it is video, audio, or the written word. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to break past the Patreon plateau. So if you ever feel like your Patreon backing has hit a plateau, uh, you're not getting more money or the more money you're getting, the more backers you're getting are being offset by the backers you're losing. Patreon CEO Jack Conte has shared some research uh, on a recent hang time. And I was there and I want to bring you some of the highlights. So they did research on Patreon pages and which ones uh, were at plateaus and then broke past them. In what they did. But real quick before that, I want to let you know we have some exciting news at the end of the episode, so stick around. So let's talk about the research. Uh, they looked at Patreon campaigns and they did data analysis. This was not a very, uh, didn't sound like it was lots of human effort. It was more of um, having uh, the computers bring back results and then they kind of looked at the results. So there's some advantages and some disadvantages uh, to that approach, but the findings are very valuable and I want to share them with you. So I'm, I'm going to share what Jack shared and then I'll kind of give some of my feedback or comments uh, afterwards. So the first thing he said correlated with Patreon pages that saw a huge bump in uh, backing, a huge bump in patronage, was revamped tiers and benefits. They changed the benefits and tiers associated with their Patreon page. Now, a lot of people feel like this is a no-no, like, oh, I can't change the rewards or the benefits that people are getting at my $5 level. They'll get angry. I will say I have not seen any evidence to support that. I have changed tiers. Um, I've had guests on that have changed tiers. None of them have seen pushback. And the stats show that people really do uh, like it when you mix things up, especially if you are mixing things up based off of uh, feedback, based off of what people are telling you that they like or don't like. Uh, there's an old saying in business that the system you have is perfectly designed to give you the results you're getting right now. So if your current reward tiers on Patreon are not bringing in new people, they're perfectly designed to not bring in new people. So consider changing them around. Now, changing does not mean making them better in the sense of adding lots more stuff. So I was giving you $5 of uh, worth of stuff for the $5 level, and now I'm giving you $10 worth of stuff for the $5 level. That may not work, right? If you're adding lots of labor for yourself, you may burn yourself out. So it's not just about adding benefits to the reward tiers. It's also about subtracting benefits that people don't care about. Uh, there's a benefit on the novel marketing uh, Patreon page that no one cares about. It's the access to the monthly, um, free monthly resource that we use. It's really great at building an email list, but our patrons don't care about it. No, we probably are going to be taking it off of our rewards soon because no one's noticing whether it's showing up or not. That's not why they're backing us. So some of my thoughts, get rid of benefits that don't work, add new benefits that do work and try to track as much as possible so your rewards are resonating with your audience. Remember, one of the big reasons people back is just to support you. Uh, they don't care about the rewards, but for the people who do care about the rewards, that's all they care about. All right, the second thing that Jack Conte, CEO of Patreon, shared uh, was a large increase in the number of locked posts. 
Locked posts are highly motivating to potential patrons or patrons at lower tier levels. And I have started doing more locked posts since I heard him share this. And you know what? My patronage has gone up. It's like magic. People don't like feeling locked out of cool content. So when they come to your page and they see that they have to pay to unlock some content, it makes them more likely to lock content. Uh, another tip here is to take advantage of the teaser text uh, that you can now add on Patreon. So there's some teaser text that everyone can see on a locked post. So let's say you have a post that only people at your $2 level and up can see. Write some teaser text about what they're missing out on, and that will make people more likely to back your campaign. Uh, the third thing that he mentioned, and this I can totally confirm with my own experience, is a limited time offer. People are really bad at procrastinating, and the nice thing about a limited time offer is it creates a sense of urgency. Psychologically, this is very powerful. Now, to be authentic as a creator, which I think is really important, you don't want to make this too gimmicky. So, like, coming up with limited time offers that are a gimmick, I think, might backfire or may not be as effective. But some examples of some good uh, limited time offers, uh, one that I've heard Jack talk about in the past was one his wife did. Uh, she is a musician. I've followed their band Pomp Malus for a long time. And I think she was doing a solo album, and everyone who became a patron before the end of the month got their name added to the album uh, book that comes in the CDs. I know you kids don't know this, but back in the day, we used to buy CDs, which are these plastic discs, and they would come with little books, and you could put yeah, little lyrics and other things that you would Google now. But anyways, people still buy CDs. They still buy albums, and her patrons really wanted to be featured, uh, have their name in the album. And this was a non-gimmicky, limited-time offer because the CDs were going to go to press, they were going to get printed, we have to have your name by a certain date uh, before we go to press and get all the CDs made. And it created a great sense of urgency. And if you look at her her graph on Graftrion, she saw a huge jump in the number of patrons and the number of patronage uh, that she had. Uh, so, you know, get featured on my next album, video, book, or whatever if you become a patron by such and such date is very powerful. Also, uh, if you're doing it for video, let's say you come out with a monthly video on the 15th of the month, you can kind of work that in. And if you want to be featured, you can you have to be added to the month. But I think a better limited time offer is something that's rare, something that's more rare than once a month. We actually did this with the Novel Marketing Podcast Patreon page in a different way. We had a limited time deal. Uh, I think in the last episode, I shared the book launch blueprint, um, how we created an info product and how that course is something that everyone is going through together, which means registration has to end at a certain date so that we can all start on day one together and day two and so on. And I didn't think about this, but that did create a really powerful sense of urgency. And we saw a huge spike in the number of patrons that we had. Now, a big reason people became patrons is they wanted to get that discount. We offered a $50 discount on the course for people who became our patron on Patreon. And a lot of people signed up uh, just to get that discount. And it'll be interesting to see how many of them stick around. I'm anticipating most of them are going to stick around. And for every person who drops away and cancels their $2 a month uh, pledge level, another person is going to upgrade to the $5 a month pledge level. Because the $5 a month uh, Patreon level is really the sweet spot for our Patreon plan. That's where you get most of the goodies. The $2 levels, you know kind of tic-tac-y stuff. Uh, you get a lot, lot more for the $5. So I'll let you know. I'll report back on the results on that as I record this. Uh, today is the last day uh, to sign up for the blueprint. So we're still getting the final uh, results in. 
And the fourth thing that uh, Jack Conte, CEO of Patreon, shared that was helped people break through the p- p- plateau was if you use the person's first name in a message to them, uh, those patrons retain better. So up to this point, we've been talking about things that cause you to get more patrons and get more patrons faster. But another part of breaking past the plateau is causing uh, is losing patrons slower. So there's a natural attrition with anything. People sign up for a while and they lose interest or their credit card expires and they never get around to updating it. So you're always going to be losing some patrons as you go. And the older your Patreon account is, the more people you're going to be losing every month. And if you can reduce the number of people that you lose, it helps you start growing again. So if say you've got 100 patrons and every month you get five new patrons, but you lose four patrons every month, you're only growing by one net new patron a month. And that's really slow growth. That's what I would call a plateau. So what does Jack say helps reduce uh, the plateau? It's just saying thank you. (laughs) It's so powerful. And I remember the first time I heard this was when we had the Graftreon. I think his name is Tom from Graftreon. I think it's episode two of the Creative Funding Show. And I had backed him on Patreon uh, to kind of check him out before the interview. And for people who come on as guests, I often back them for at least a month uh, just to get to know their Patreon page. And he sent me a personal thank you. And I was like, is this because I'm going to be interviewing soon? But I asked him. I was like, no, he has a policy. He does that with all of his patrons. He sends them a thank you personally with their name in it. This is very uh, powerful. This is also very inexpensive. And it really hits to that core motivation, the core why that a lot of people have as to why they're backing you on Patreon. They see you as an expert. They see you as a celebrity. They want to feel seen by you. (laughs) They want you to acknowledge their existence. And a simple, Jack, thank you so much for backing me on Patreon can be such a powerful message and a powerful motivator. And it makes it harder. It, It gives them such a good feeling that they remember that when they're thinking about whether or not to cancel months from now. And the other thing I will say, another benefit of reaching out to people directly, and I now do this, every single person who backs the Creative Funding Show on Patreon, I send them a personal message, is that it often starts up a conversation, and I get feedback on what people are liking, what they're not liking, questions that they have, struggles that they have, and it helps me make the show better for the people who back me on Patreon. And those are the people I want to make happy. Those are my core audience. So I think this is a really powerful uh, principle, and it's it's being thankful just makes you a happier person. It causes you to live longer. Google it sometimes. Scientific benefits of being thankful of gratitude. You'll find a huge list. And it's not just good for Patreon. It's also good for your health. And it's good for the world. So say thank you. It makes the world a better place. Help people feel seen and appreciated. Now, the fifth thing that Jack Conte shared is... Uh, that uh, helps Patreon pages uh, break through the plateau is looking at what, and this was more advice. I don't know if this was really, if he had research on this, be curious about that. But he said, look at what fast growing Patreons, patrons are doing and then copy them or uh, creators are doing and then copy them. Uh, So this is basically keep listening to the creative funding show. (laughs) This is exactly what we're doing. We bring on uh, creators at all stages and we learn from what they're doing so that you can copy them. That's why I bring them on. That's why I'm being transparent with my Patreon pages and what I'm learning. And uh, you can do that too. So uh, back 10, I'll say this again. I'd say this almost every episode. The best education you can get on Patreon is to back 10 creators for one dollar each it's ten dollars a month and it is better than any education program you can sign up for those ten dollars will come back to you and learning many times over 
Uh, the sixth thing that Jack Conte uh, suggested, and again, I don't think this was based off of research. I think this is just uh, advice, uh, but I still think it's really good advice. And he said, poll your fans, get to know them and what they want. And I can just say, this is so powerful. Polling your fans is uh, transformed the Novel Marketing Podcast. Let me just say, we podcasted for years and we had a successful show. It was a good show, uh, maybe even a very good show. But it wasn't a great show. And we didn't know why. We got better equipment. We got more experience with podcasting. We tightened up the format. But we weren't seeing the kind of growth we were wanting. We weren't seeing the kind of resonance we were wanting. And when I quit my radio show, I wanted to double down on novel marketing. And one of the things that we did as I was doubling down on novel marketing is we sent out a survey to our listeners. And oh my gosh, that was so helpful. We were under the impression that half of our listeners were traditionally published or wanting to go the traditional path, and the other half of our listeners were wanting to go the independent path. That was not the case. Turned out almost none of our uh, listeners were traditional, (laughs) and almost none of them wanted to hear about how to get an agent and how to get a publisher. Uh, which was a big part of our show. We hit that those kinds of topics out of you know one out of every five episodes was something about the traditional process at least. And we found out that our audience was going independent. They were publishing their own books. They were wanting to be their own publishers. And what they were asking for, what they were looking for, was not what we were providing. And so we made this minor tweak to just talk to the independent authors. It's not like we told the traditional authors who, who subscribed to us to go away. We, you know, they're, they still listen and they're welcome to listen. But we started speaking directly to the indie authors and they just got super excited about the show and growth went up, engagement went up. And that's what led to the energy that ultimately led to a successful launch of the Patreon page. And we wouldn't have been able to do that if we hadn't have surveyed our listeners. Now, another thing to ask with your listeners as you're surveying them is what, uh, especially if you have an educational podcast or an educational YouTube, is what annoys them? What are their pain points? And the novel marketing drip sequence, one of our emails is all about pet peeves. We want people to basically whine and tell us what is annoying them because oftentimes people don't know what they want. Henry Ford had a great uh, quote. He said, if I'd have asked people what they wanted, they'd have said they wanted a faster horse and buggy or a faster horse. Um, and, and so people don't often know what they want, but they know what their pain is. And if you, as the innovator, you as the creator can create a solution to that pain, that's where what you're making really can find resonance with your audience. And so we get those emails from people from time to time, their pet peeves about book marketing. It's often the same things over and over again, but it's good uh, to kind of keep us in the loop and help us uh, know what to adapt and what to create for our audience. All right, the seventh thing I want to talk about, and this isn't uh, something Jack brought up, but it's what they didn't see in the research, partly because the way they were doing the research isn't going to bring this up. But I think in, uh, any discussion on how to break through the plateau really uh, deserves this as to, to be brought up. And that is um, what correlates with changes in your levels and lots of locked posts and limited time offers, a big promotion, a pledge drive, the number one way. If somebody came to me and said, how do I back break past my Patreon plateau? I would say you've got to have a pledge drive, a limited time promotional push that's all about getting people to become your patron. 
And you, you combine these things, lots of limited time offers, some urgency, some scarcity, and, and rework the rewards so it gives you an excuse to talk about your Patreon page again. This is another great advantage, going back to the first one, of reworking the rewards. You change the rewards. It's, it's your responsibility to let your audience know, hey... I was giving you, you know, these rewards. And I'm giving you these different rewards. You got to tell them. It's only fair. If they're finding out that they're not getting the thing that they're wanting at the end of the month when they're getting charged, that's not a good way to handle it. And reminding everyone about what the rewards are and letting them know about the change is a perfect excuse to bring it up in your videos or your emails or your podcasts or whatever it is that you are creating. And so it, it helps lead into a pledge drive. Uh, very naturally, very organically. Uh, so hold a pledge drive to a promotional push. And in a sense, that's what Jack Conte's wife did with her album. And, and I'm sorry, I'm forgetting her name right now, but the name of the band is Pomp Malus. And, uh, she, you know, her push to, um, you know, end of the month is your last chance to get in my album. She treated like, like a pledge drive. And she had, you know, tweets that she did every day and images that she did every day. And she really did a promotional push for her Patreon and the fervor of her talking about her Patreon died down dramatically when she was done. It's much more effective if you're trying to get backing on your Patreon to focus your energy of three months worth of energy in one month and be quiet the other two months than it is to have the same level for three months at a time. And even, you know, take all of the energy that you would have spent for a whole year and focus it in just one month of the year. That's how public radio is funded. That's how a lot of nonprofits are funded. And there's a reason they do that. So I hope this is helpful to give you an idea of how to break past the Patreon plateau. Uh, the news that I promised, one housekeeping thing. If you reached out to me on creativefunding.show, uh, and you know, last episode I was like, oh, no one's reaching out to me. I'm really sad. And you're like, hey, I reached out to you. Well, one of our listeners contacted me, and it turns out the notifications were not being sent from the website. So actually, I have your message. It's in uh, my website, and I'm responding to them now. And I was getting messaged after all. I just wasn't showing up in my inbox. So thank you for those of you who sent messages. And I'm sorry if I had not uh, responded. And feel free to suggest a guest or suggest yourself as a guest in our suggested guest uh, form. That also was not notifying me correctly. So lesson learned, double, triple check forms when you create them. Another uh, piece of news I'm very excited about is that we now have a YouTube channel. There is a service that I've fallen in love with called Repurpose.io, and I'll have an affiliate link in the show notes. And they take your MP3s from your RSS feed and automatically turn them into YouTube videos. So once it's set up, you leave it and forget it. And I'm paying $20 a month, and I'm so happy. <laughs> it is so worth the $20 a month for my three podcasts to all become YouTube videos. Because I realize not everyone listens to podcasts. Not everyone knows what a podcast is, but everyone knows what a YouTube video is. So it opens up the potential market and the potential audience considerably. And, it, you know, they're pretty good looking. It's not my face. It is, um, a, you know, a little box with the album art and it's got some uh, waveform little animation for the what the sound sounds like. You'll go to creativefundingshow.com and I'll, I'll embed the video from this episode uh, in this, uh, in the show notes. So if you click the link on the show notes, it'll take you there. Uh, and on creativefunding.show, we have links to our YouTube channel. You can see examples of what this looks like. Um, I am a super happy user of repurpose.io. It is one of those services that I'm like, where have you been all my life? I've been looking at several of their competitors, and all of them re and required me to manually upload the MP3, which was just too much hassle. So I 
have three different podcasts. One of them is multiple times a week, and I, that's just more than I can handle. I'm already overwhelmed. But this is automatic, and I'm super happy with it. So check out our YouTube channel, Repurpose.io, is the service that we're using to make those videos. And uh, if you use my affiliate link, I'd really appreciate it because it helps me fund the Creative Funding Show. And then finally, if you would like me to review your Patreon page or Kickstarter page live on the show, you don't have to come on live. This is something I want to experiment. Uh, you just send me your Kickstarter page or your Patreon page, and I will say what you're doing well and give you some ways that you can improve and uh, everyone can go and look at your page and hear my feedback and uh, we can all learn together so if that is something that's interesting to you if you're willing to be a guinea pig you'll get some free promotion out of it uh, and you'll get some feedback on how to make your page better but everyone will also hear the criticisms you have to be okay with that Uh, but if that sounds interesting to you do drop me a line in the ask a question uh, form on creativefunding.show which should now work Anyway, thank you all so much for listening. I'm Thomas Umstadt Jr., and you have been listening to The Creative Funding Show.